With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from three to 6 PM. Eastern time. That's 12 to three Pacific on Fox sports radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. Let's take Chris Paul, for example. Chris Paul, first game of the NBA Finals, could not have looked more dominant, could not have looked fresher, sharper, better than he looked. And he wasn't terrible in his stat line against the Bucks in Game 5, where the Bucks took a commanding three games, a two lead, and now um, tomorrow night, right, they return home with a chance to end the series. He wasn't... He he wasn't terrible, but there are there have been signs of age and signs of fatigue, and and some of that's normal. When you're in your mid to late thirties, you're not going to look the same 
with the attrition of a playoff series. Some of that is just playoff basketball. You're going to tire. But you look at the energy and the improvement and the evening out of the matchup between he and Drew Holiday and how Drew has, frankly, outplayed in the past couple of games. And you start to understand that fatigue does make mortals of immortals. It does make cowards of us all. And and Drew Holiday is forever the really, really, really hard eval. Uh, People for... As long as I'm in broadcasting and even when I'm out of broadcasting, they're going to crush me for my eval of Steph Curry. And maybe I'll do a podcast on how tweets are laid out and people don't read periods or commas or whatever. But I didn't think that he was going to be a superstar. I thought he was going to be a Jeff Hornacek type. You know, where he could play some point, play some two. But I thought there were limitations because of the physicality of the sport and I, I wondered how he would hold up against, and, and I wondered if he was a point guard. And he's not really a point guard, but he's been able to make it work. He's improved his body, but the game has also changed. But instead of patting myself on the back while scolding myself over a bad eval, I will point out that I've always been a Drew Holiday guy. I saw he played at Campbell Hall High School, which is, I'm going to say three miles from where we broadcast from here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I remember watching him play at Ocean View High School in a tournament that I played in called the Tournament of Champions. And I was a, I was a spectator at the time. And I sat next to Ben Howland, who, of course, he played for for a year. It didn't go great. Played for for a year at UCLA. And I said, Ben, I'm not sure I've, I've seen a better guard in terms of everything. And he's like, that's it. That's who Drew is. Like, he's not really a point, but he can really pass. He's not a great, great shooter, but he can shoot and make shots. He's not the greatest defender, but man, he, he's not the, he's a great competitor. He's a very good defender. He's a good shooter. He's a very good passer. And younger, he's been the better player. You could easily make a case that he's the MVP of this series because as his play went and as Chris Paul's play went, so too did the series. When he outplayed Chris Paul, better team. But but this is the hard part in all of sports, but especially basketball, which is how do you evaluate if a guy is on a franchise which is not winning, whether or not he will perform at the highest level at the same with the same quality of play. You know, it's. There are players, there's guys that average, you know, 15, 17 a game on these non-playoff teams. They come to the highest level and, and you can't play them. You can't play them. There's nowhere to hide them. Because they don't, it, it's almost a different sport where every possession offensively, defensively matters. The, the attention to detail, the importance on, on taking good shots. And you'll see guys that average a ton of points and then all of a sudden, you know, they, they play on a higher level team and you can barely play them in key situations. Why is that? B- because the level of play, the quality of play, their role has so greatly changed. You go look at Drew Holiday and what he's been able to do during his time in the league and you'll, you'll notice something that kind of jumps out at you, right? And you'll say, well, what is it that jumps out at you? Drew Holiday is a guy 
who uh, in the playoffs this year is averaging 17 a game. Playoffs, 17 a game. All right? And against, you know, he, he was phenomenal, phenomenal. Not just with the steal and the alley-oop to Giannis, but making other big, big play after big play after big play. But Drew Holiday, like, that's basically who he's been. Good team, bad team, competitive team, non-competitive team. Like, he is 16 to 19 points a game. He is six and a half to eight assists a game. He is a block a game, a steal and a half a game, you know, five rebounds a game. He is the picture of consistency, but it's hard because most guys don't do that. Most guys don't go from borderline or non-playoff teams to high-level playoff teams, NBA Finals, and have the exact same level of production. But that's who he is. And as fatigue makes cowards of us all, or mortals of immortals, or however you want to say it, Drew Holiday is a guy who hasn't tired, hasn't faded, and has simply gotten better and better and better down the stretch. Wow, has he been amazing. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Enjoying the heat of summer. David Thorpe's going to join us in uh, 20 minutes. We'll chat about hoops, of course. That's what we'll do. We'll chat about hoops. Um, Dennis Krause will join us next hour. He's the Milwaukee Bucks radio analyst. So I, I can't wait. I'm very excited to talk to, to Dennis Krause and, and to David Thorpe. Um, the, the Giannis Alleyoop. Is that's the iconic play of this of this is the Giannis block and alley oop are the it it's amazing really right like you have three things about Giannis maybe four statistically dominant the block of a dunk which changed one of their wins and the alley oop dunk that he caught which made a one point game a three point game now there is the other part where it's the the free throws which are ridiculously bad and getting worse, not getting better. But they are getting rebounds off of the, uh, off of the missed free throws, offensive rebounds off the missed free throws. Um, I heard someone say earlier today that free throws are overrated and it's one of the less educated comments you're going to hear. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean that the, Bucks haven't survived despite their ineptitude from their star player at the free throw line and that the Lakers were able to overcome Shaquille O'Neal at the free throw line. But if, if you know basketball, the number one thing you want is layups. The number two thing you want is free throws. Number three things you want is corner threes. Like that's how analytics sort of work. Right? Free throws actually, in many people believe, is number one. The clock is stopped. You set your defense. And most players in the NBA shoot north of 70% from the field. There aren't many wide open layups, especially within the half court set. You have defense. The free throw is an incredibly efficient play for both ends of the floor. The idea that people are trying to sell you that free throws aren't important is laughable. What it says to me, and this is a guy who, when I, once I got to college, I became a poor free throw shooter, is it only shows how good you have to be at everything else. Shaq was a terrible free throw shooter. Shaq can try and tell us he made him when it counted, but, you know, the numbers actually belied that. He might have made him slightly more than normal, but he didn't make him when they counted. But it only points out how dominant Shaq was, how dominant Giannis is how dominant Tim Duncan was that they could be poor free throw shooters and still win multiple NBA championships and potentially Giannis is first. Like it, it actually, 
in order for Giannis to win a championship, he has to block a dunk. He has to catch an alley-oop. He has to get an offensive rebound. He has to have two other teammates bail him out with jump shots because he's struggling with his own. Look, your margin for error is just made much more slight. Much more slight. I, I think it's the whole thing is a fascinating, fascinating series. And, you know, it's interesting. I mean, everybody loves Monty Williams. I was actually a buddy of mine, Jordan Cornette. We were having a uh, cocktail last night and we were talking about Monty because he's a Notre Dame guy. We Jordan played four years at Notre Dame and then broadcast Notre Dame. I played one year at Notre Dame. Like anybody who's ever met anybody who knows Monty Williams loves Monty Williams. And he's a very, very good coach. And Mike Budenholzer has taken more darts from the media than most anybody in the NBA as a coach. And yet here he is 48 minutes away from winning a championship. Uh, We'll get to an Aaron Rodgers story and what came out of the weekend upcoming next. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was I was going to ask you because I asked George Reister this. We were talking about it yesterday. It was it was a topic on a show. Show I shouldn't say. I asked George for as great as the Drew Holiday strip was. You were just talking about free throws. I wondered, and you would have a better thought of this than anybody as a point guard. Did he make the right play up one? Yeah. to throw it to Giannis on the alley-oop. Like, it worked out in the end for the Bucks, But I I argue that it probably wasn't the right play, and even if Giannis catches it and dunks it, it still may not be the right play because you give Phoenix the basketball back with uh, more time than maybe they would have. But I just – I don't know if he made the right play. It worked out great for Milwaukee because then he missed the free throw and the Bucks got the rebound and then they had to foul again. Like, it worked out spectacular for Milwaukee. But in that instance, I don't know if he actually made the smart basketball play in throwing that alley-oop to Giannis. I believe he did, and I'll, I'll tell you why. The, the rule is always if you can get a layup, take the layup. Right When you're holding the ball, mm-hmm. when you get a layup, take the layup. Because remember, like an 80% free throw shooter does not mean that you're going to make two free throws 80% of the time. It means you're going to make one free throw 80% of the time, right? Like we all think of sure. like, like, we all, we, you know, like we all think, well, well, he's a 50% free throw shooter. He misses his first. He's going to miss the second. Like, no, that's not actually how it works. Okay. It means he's got a 50% chance of making the first one and he's got a 50% chance of making the second one, you know? Yes, some guys, you see the first one go in and they relax, they make the second one. You miss the first one and it, 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 they, they can compound each other. I, you know, if you watch it, and I tweeted out, there's a, there's a super slow-mo focused on him, on Drew, where he gets the ball and then he appears to look up at the clock to see time and score. And then he looked and saw where Chris Paul was yeah. and where Giannis was and Giannis pointed up. And I think he knew time and score. He knew a foul was coming and he thought he had an easy two and he threw it. And I thought it was the right decision. I would have done the exact, I feel like I would have done the exact same thing, even though I was, and, and, and not because I was a poor free throw shooter, but that, that would have, that would have helped the decision make. He did do a great job in making Chris Paul commit. Like he shifted his body weight. Paul was kind of trying to play the middle. And then it looked like Holiday was going to maybe pull out because he just kind of, kind of just drifted towards the side 
deadline. Uh-huh. And so then Paul ended up committing to Holiday, thinking, I'm going to have to go and follow him. And then at that moment, through the oop, which allowed Chris Paul to not get to Giannis in time, where even if Chris Paul was there, he could have fouled Giannis in a way where now you're at the free throw line and Giannis is there shooting two and you're only up by one if he missed the dunk or you know and that was another thing but I, I but but Holiday did a really good job in luring I think Chris Paul to at least get him to shift his momentum towards Holiday which allowed Paul then to be late to to get to Giannis you're exactly right though you got to make him commit right yeah you, gotta, you have to you gotta, yeah otherwise if if he throws it up he just maybe pushes Giannis out of the way there's no way they're calling that a flagrant in any way Giannis then goes to the free throw line and you're saying you threw the ball to Giannis up one with 13 and a half seconds left in the game. Like, what are you, you know, what are you doing? So I just, I thought it was interesting because everything went their way. And last year, if you remember in the bubble, there was a game where De- game seven between De- Denver and Utah and Denver got a steal and Jamal Murray passed it to Torrey Craig and he botched the layup. And then Mike Conley got the ball and was able to get I, a I, shot I, off. I absolutely remember the yeah. play. Absolutely yeah. remember the play. But but it was still the right. That, that uh, to answer your question, it, I believe it's still the yes. right play. Yes, that not because the result, because of the process. And Tory Craig's play, they were up two, so they could have gone up four. That was the difference in what happened on Saturday night. Was it was a one point game in that scenario where no matter what, Phoenix is still getting the ball back. Luckily for Milwaukee, they got the three-point play on Giannis, missed the free throw, and then got the rebound. So by the time Phoenix got the ball back, it ended up being a four-point play or a four-point game, and Phoenix kind of needed the two possessions. But yeah, it was just interesting in the moment because at home I'm like, oh my goodness, run out the clock. And then I saw him throw it up and Giannis catch it and dunk it and then knew there was a foul. So you were excited like, yes, this could be – you know, sealing the fate, but in those millitenths of a second as the like, ball no! was in the air. Exactly. Exactly. That's what, what it was. What are you doing? <laughs> and I said, maybe if Holiday just even took two more seconds to dribble, but your point about the free throws is correct. And he's only shot like 70% in the in the, uh, the playoffs. He shot about 78% during the regular season. But yeah, that's especially in that situation, it is not a given. Like, look at Chris Middleton. Middleton only made one or two. Right. He's the team's best free throw shooter. So no, it's it's it, it's crazy. How bad is Phoenix at boxing out on these free throws? Though, like, what, what are you doing? You got to box yeah. out the shooter. It helps when it was short on the rim too, and then you have to kind of ricochet and you you know you like you have your reflex, your reflex, and then Giannis is able to to tip it back and. If Chris Paul would have stayed back instead of collapsing at the ball, he maybe would have been there to to body up Middleton. I'm not blaming Chris Paul, but... No, he shouldn't have been in there. Then. Yeah. Shouldn't have been in there. You, you put your three best rebounders in there. That's not Chris Paul. So, and we just went over his head. Now, he wasn't, he didn't box out, but again, that's not, that I don't, that's not as much on him as it as it normally would be. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, can can, I, can we play that, that Greg Sankey cut? I mean, I thought that was what, where uh, Bayer played it at the top of the hour, where he was talking about this is not a political issue. Um yeah, uh, I, I, t- t- take take a listen. This is I, I'm not sure people understand how big this statement is from Greg Sankey. Go ahead, Ron. Let's play that. Your team needs to be healthy to compete, and if not, that game won't be rescheduled. And thus, to dispose of the game, the forfeit word comes up at this point. That's not a policy, and what you see are the bookends now for decision making. Uh, He also said, and I read this, uh, vaccines are an important and incredible product of science, not a political football. Uh, th- th- thank you. That, and, and, and look, people have, people have come at me because I said, like, if LeBron James is vaccinated, which I believe he is, that's all he needs to say. Like, this is not about who I voted for, okay? It's not about who I voted for or my taxes, 
or my religious beliefs. It isn't about any of that. Like I was at dinner with a, with a, with a, with a friend and he was like, yeah, I'm just, I, I, I don't in the vaccine. And, and he's, and then he was talking to his wife and in, in the industry he works in, he has to get a tetanus shot. I was like, okay, you trust science for a tetanus shot, but not for a vaccine to help against a pandemic. Does anybody else see the irony in that? Uh, Anthony, Anthony Treese joins us, uh, pro football focus, senior college football analyst. And of course, last week we had big 12 media days and the big news out of big 12 media days were two things. Mike Gundy cut his hair and apparently it's a no, no to do horns down. Who knew? Um, now we have SEC media days where Greg Sankey's like, look, if you don't want to have any games forfeited, get all your kids vaccinated. And it looks like those schools are well on their path to doing so. A- Anthony, is it is it me or does this feel like a huge and incredibly important college football season? Because the lifeblood of college football is that atmosphere, is the campus, is the students, is the bands, is the fans. And having them all back um, is is going to be wild, but it's paramount to have a great season to kind of support and bring the sport sort of back to life. Yeah, 100%. And I think all of that really kind of goes into it. But also when you look at you know the most important position on the field, it's definitely quarterback. And in college football this year, I think there's so much uncertainty at that position, especially with the contending teams. And I think that's what a lot of people aren't really talking about enough. Because, I mean, you look at the five favorites, right? The five uh, betting market favorites, you have your Alabama, the Clemson, Ohio State, um, Oklahoma, and Georgia. Uh, really, only one of those five teams have a clear-cut starting quarterback that's championship caliber. The other four are complete unknown. So when I think when you factor in, you know, returning back, you know, trying to get life back to normal, the fans in the stands, um, you know, hopefully no cancellation of games. And then you have that uncertainty with the contending teams at quarterback. I think it's going to make for a very compelling college football season and a very important one. So I'm excited to see what happens this upcoming season. But I do think there's there's more uncertainty with, you know, I don't don't think it's really cut and dry with the four favorites in the college football playoff. Um, Okay, let me ask you about Clemson, because of the teams that lost a quarterback, they lost the number one overall pick. But but if anything... I, they got helped by COVID last year, right? I mean, you get a chance to to start to start a kid to play a kid who's a super super talent, and see that uh, it feels like feels like Clemson might be the most secure in what they have under center, even though what they lost was a dynamic player. Yeah, definitely. And I think if we're looking at those other four, you know, incoming new starters, um, I think I'd be more comfortable with Clemson, DJ Uyengalale. Then the others, and the others being Bryce Young of Alabama, CJ Startup at Ohio State, and JT Daniels at Georgia, who we, did, we have seen extensively. But with DJ, I mean, like you said, he performs admirably against Boston College and Notre Dame. I mean, he has an absolute bazooka, you know, hanging from his right shoulder. I mean, he can throw lasers left and right. Um, there were some, you know, accuracy issues, but that was more of a mechanical thing, and I think that's going to get cleaned up. Um, and I think it has been since then. But, you know, he never, you know, gave the defense an opportunity to make a play on the ball, and that was really encouraging. It's just, 
you know, can he really consistently perform like Trevor Lawrence did on a weekly basis? And I think that's the big question mark there. Can he produce at an elite level week in and week out? Um, and I think there still is some uncertainty there since we've only really seen him make a couple starts. Um, but I think out of those four, that's the one I'm really, you know, most comfortable with, you know, projecting. Uh, Long term, you look at someone, you know, like Bryce Young of Alabama, he did get to see, you know, some valuable time in mop-up duty, but he also made, you know, multiple mistakes that you really shouldn't be making in mop-up duty. You know, he did show off that playmaking, you know, when he's knocked off rhythm. Um, you know, he did have some good moments, but he also, you know, made some really head-scratching moves in garbage time. Um, and so I think that's the concern with Bama. But like you said, yeah, DJ Uwingale, I do think he's going to be a stud eventually, but just can he be that elite-level player on a weekly basis? And I think, you know, looking at their schedule, I, I, I think he kind of has to be because there's no it, – it's, it's not going to be an automatic win no matter week, no matter what, even if he just produces at an average level. He's going to have to come out at, at some occasions. I mean, it, it's going to be a very you know, interesting year because of that. Um, okay, let, let's get to Alabama because it is SEC uh, media day, media week, whatever. And uh, I got a chance to see Bryce Young, by the way, was originally going to USC, decommitted, going to Alabama. And um, he's super athletic, tremendously competitive. But he, he's, he's different. I, I would say he's a better passing version of Jalen Hurts. Is that, is, is that, the, is that the, the comp as of now? Yeah, I mean, you know, like I was alluding to earlier, I mean, like he, he did have some good moments. I mean, like I said, his ability to really extend plays and make throws when knocked off rhythm, I mean, that's just, you know, a special inherent trait. Um, you know, he did get through his progressions as well, good arm as well. Um, but, you know, there was just, like I said, some shaky head-scratching decisions. Um, he did take multiple sacks, too. I think he took seven sacks, uh, seven sacks on 31 dropbacks, and he also had three turnover-worthy plays. And, you know, those turnover-worthy plays, it's, what we hear call, you know, we knock the quarterback, even if it's a dropped interception um, or a fumble, that's what we would consider turnover worthy, even if it doesn't go as a turnover in the box score. Right. So when you have those 10 key plays on, you know, a third of your dropbacks, that is a little bit of a concern. Um, and, and, you know, while he does have that high end, he also showed he could have those low end as well. And you look at some of the quarterback play that the Alabama Crimson Tide have had over the last couple of years. I mean, they've had a really historic offense. I mean, just this past season, they actually beat out the 2019 LSU team for the best offense we've ever seen in the PFF college era, which I did not see coming at all. And I think that's a big testament, too, to see Sarkeesian, who's now the Texas head coach, and there was their offensive play caller, who never really led them to an inefficient offense. And granted, there was a lot of talent there, too. And you lose your starting quarterback with Mac Jones, who actually shattered the, the PFF single-season passing grade record. Um, and then also the Heisman winner, Devonta Smith. I mean, there's some legitimate concerns with that offense early on, at least. Um, but that defense, I think, is the best in college football. And there is really no weakness across the board. But I think, you know, there is a little bit more uncertainty at quarterback with Bryce Young stepping in and producing at an elite level because we've never really seen, you know, an underclassman produce at a level even remotely close to what we got from Mac Jones this past season or even Tua back in 2019 when he was healthy. Um, and, and I think that's that's the big question mark with this team. And I think, you know, it, it should be more of a talking point moving forward. And, I, and I've said this before, that, that week one game against Miami, I, I don't think Miami's going to come out and, you know, win. I'm not picking them to win right now. But I do think there is a chance that it's going to be closer than what the, the, this point, the point spread, you know, is really kind of uh, insinuating there. I think it's around 18 points right now in Alabama's favor. But I do think it could be a little bit closer just because of the uncertainty at the quarterback position um, for Alabama. Um, How far is Nebraska from being competitive? (laughs) 
<laughs> that's that's a tough one. Um, I don't think it's you know really anytime soon. Um, you know, with Nebraska, Adrian Martinez, he's an interesting guy. I think he made some strides, made bigger strides than I thought we would be. Uh, we saw from him last year, um, but just the pure passing ability, it, it is suspect. So I think they're still a ways off. Okay, what about Michigan? Um, you know, every year there's the challenge, and some people thought that Jim Harbaugh would be shown the door. He took a bit of a pay cut, okay, but locked back in and got an extension at Michigan. Where is Michigan? And you talked about the quarterback position. Where are they at quarterback? Yeah, and they're really not in that great of a spot. I mean, there is some unknown as well, and it's some some uncertainty. So, I mean, there is a pretty wide range of outcomes there. Um, they do have Cade McNamara. They also welcome in a transfer from Texas Tech, Alan Bowman. Um, you know, he's a quick and decisive decision maker, but he is limited in what he could do as a passer. And I think there are some, you know, concerning holes on offense. And, you know, if you look at wide receiver, there's really only one, you know, reliable target there with Ronnie Bell. Um, but he's also a guy that has to be kind of tension hold to the spot. He can't really, you know, move to the outside and win against single coverage on a consistent basis. And I'm afraid that's what they're going to ask him to do on a weekly basis after kind of being 50-50 um, last season in that regard. So, you know, I think that there's there's some serious question marks with the offensive side of the ball. It, it, the offense is not ready to really go toe-to-toe with an Ohio State. Um, I, I still think they're a ways away, and I think they're kind of taking step backs for the, you know, the short term. Um, the defense definitely has some talent there. Uh, at safety, they have one of the best all-around off athletes in college football with Daxton Hill. Alongside him, Brad Hawkins, I, I, I really like those two. Um, Aiden Hutchinson down on the defensive front, but also, you know, you look at that defensive line, it's it's really only Aiden Hutchinson. You know, he has a chance to be a first-round pick next year, um, but he, he's really the only guy there with valuable experience. So th- there's a, a lot of holes on this team right now, um, and, and I think that's a the major concern for him moving forward. I mean, I wouldn't even come close to saying that they're, you know, even the second-best team in the conversation for that upcoming. I think that's belonging to Indiana um, you know, it, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a little bit of a rough year there for Michigan. Anthony Trish, who works for pro football focus, covering college fo- football. He's our senior college football analyst. Follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Anthony. Of course, we love those guys at pro football focus. They do an awesome job like Anthony. Anthony, thanks so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.